What up, what up? What is up, people? What up, what up? Her words, number, hashtag, number sign. Talking about how The Rock's been doing too many fucking movies. Yeah, I know he's trying to pump out a lot. Maybe I don't know. Maybe he's going for a career, like career uh, retirement or something. Or maybe he just wants to get them all out there like that. But he is doing too. Well, shit, he makes like twenty-five million a movie. Hell yeah, he's the highest paid. Or at least that's what I've heard. He's the highest paid uh, actor that there is. That's crazy because, like. He's never done like a movie that's been nominated for like an Oscar or anything. Yeah, he's never really done like a. But he's just that fucking popular, I guess. It's like, yeah. whoa, shit's the rock. Yeah, this but movie's gonna be a hit. There is a whole like a whole politics behind the Academy and all that type of stuff. So yeah, yeah, it's rigged, it's definitely rigged. Because you know, they did Leo dirty for the longest time. <laughs> He definitely deserved a few few Oscars and stuff like that, but I don't know. The Rock and fucking Will Smith, both of them have been doing You got some coke in one of those left? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of coke. Ah, great. A lot of coke. A lot of cocaine. Got some drink in our cup. Kind of a little special occasion. Yes. Got some drink. Got some cigar. Cigar. Yeah, see? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Dropped it. Uh, Supplied by Jeremiah. Thank you, my friend. Is there? Yeah, fucking. Do they light with just regular lighters? I always thought you well, I mean, you're not supposed to use regular lighters, but I don't have matches. But ah, you're supposed to use. Uh, Comes out yeah, wood matches. It does, doesn't take the f- take away from the flavor. But unfortunately, I only got this. I did, you know, try some ridiculous shit. Try to look for the fucking attic. I mean, the, the attic matches. Set my fucking attic on fire. Uh, the fireplace matches, but I, I couldn't find them. And even then, I felt like those would fuck up the taste too. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's go ahead and try these. Some they're not like fancy cigars, but um, from the Dominican Republic, Cusano M1. This is gonna be our uh, review, I guess. Not really trying to, but might as well since we're doing it. Yeah, it's handmade. This is my first time ever smoking a cigar. Period. So I'm ready to check it out. It's a lot of tobacco. Is it tobacco or is it something different? It's tobacco. Just tobacco. Tobacco. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. When it really comes down, like, I like The Rock's movies, but some of them I'm like, ah, I'm not really. We watched, uh, what is it called? Tastes it's a good. Movie, movie with the, does it taste good? Yeah, it tastes great. Tastes good. <laughs> Hey, the big. <laughs> Can you imagine smoking a blunt this fucking bag? I've actually have uh, one New Year's Eve. Damn, this is definitely a shareable like party size blunt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, I couldn't smoke one this fat to myself. Yeah, it's gonna be hard not trying to like fucking smoke this like a blunt. 
Because if I do, I'm going to fucking die. But Tastes good, though. Sorry, I've always heard that you're not supposed to smoke it too, too rough. Yeah, nah, 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 nah. You'll fucking die. I've died before, like when I first started. I already fucked up. It's hard not to fucking smoke <laughs> like a butt. <laughs> I already fucked up. <laughs> it's nice, though. Mm-hmm. Definitely has a strong smell to it. Oh, yeah. It makes it like definitely go straight to your head. Mm-hmm. You'll get like a, a little buzz. Yeah, a little lightheadedness. A little lightheadedness. But. but all right. Yeah, I got mine going. <laughs> Damn, thank you, bro. It's badass. Welcome. Got a drink in us. God. <laughs> yep. Man, I don't know if you've seen freaking Skyscraper with The Rock. It's one of those, like, he's just trying to... Oh, uh, nah, man, like, just the name of that fucking movie. <laughs> just a picture of him hanging off the fucking cliff. I was just like, this movie is... It was a good movie. It was like entertaining. I won't say it was a good movie. It was entertaining. But that's what's gonna like you said, that's what's gonna like. Cause what's that one fucking movie where um San Andreas? I saw San Andreas at work because it was just on in the fucking theater room. And it wasn't a bad movie. At some point like some parts I was just like, really, like, come on, really like motherfucker ripping door hinges yeah, door, car doors off the hinges yeah like <laughs> yeah just like fucking who was it Vin Diesel or, or The Rock who held the fucking engine up by himself like no fucking way bro no fucking way there's no way you're gonna be able to do that shit they're taking it too far with these Fast and Furious movies like, have you seen the new one yeah with yeah, the one with, with The, the Rock <laughs> Or uh, oh, the newest one, the new trailer for the Hobbs and Shaw. Nah, I haven't seen that one yet. You haven't seen the trailer? I saw. I, I actually haven't. Like I saw. Oh no, no, no! I did see it with uh, Idris, Idris Elba, Elba yeah. and the bad guy and stuff. Yeah. Like he's all fucking super, super. <laughs> like what the fuck? Now is it's just like, yeah, like, like now you're not villains. just superheroes. Like, <laughs> like where were the cars? Like. Besides, uh, like, you know, other than the fact that they were using cars to get places, but it's like, <sighs> yeah, it's, it's too, too much. much now. Like, uh, it, it's been too much for the past few movies, but that's what's been actually been drawing me back was that, like, I want to see how ridiculous they're going to get. Like, the latest, like, Fast and the Furious movie with Charlie's, Char- Charlie, Charlie Theron or whatever. Where the girl was a bad guy, and she has all the remote control cars, and they like coming off the thing. And, nah, like, I haven't seen that one. Stampeding through the fucking city of like automated cars. <laughs> I gave up. I gave up on. Uh, honestly, I can honestly say I gave up on fucking. Um, I don't even remember like which one it was, but it was 
The last movie I saw, I went to go see it in theaters, and the same fucking day, Barack Obama came out and said that they killed Osama bin Laden. Like it was that film. Mm. So from 2012 or 13, whatever the fuck. Oh, yeah, it's been a minute. I don't think I've seen a Fast and Furious movie. Paul Walker was alive, so he was in the movie. (laughs) Yeah, like that was the last one I ever saw, and then after that, I was kind of like, I'm fucking over this. Since 2001, bro. 2000 or 2001, like 20 years they've been at this shit. Like, man. come on, man. Fucking 20 years. <laughs> they've been going at it. Like, and the first ones were so good because this is like a good car buff movie. But even, first three. Even as a car buff, first three were like the only ones I really, really liked. Yeah. The first Two Fast and Furious, Fast and Furious, and Tokyo Drift. I like, like Tokyo. I like Tokyo Drift. And then they started doing the. The Mexico one, that's when it changed. I think it was fast, the fourth one. That's when the, the franchise started changing. That's when they really started becoming like international fucking people. Like, yeah. Doing like now, now you're robbing fucking 18 wheelers and shit. Like, they started off robbing the 18 wheelers. That's, that's a little small time shit. I get it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But now y'all are like. Were they robbing like gas trucks? And some of the newer films? Uh, and the newer ones, they're just basically... Well, not the newer, newer ones. Like, the middle ones. Mm. Like, from what Paul Walker was doing. Like, from 2011, 2012 to... What were they doing? No, even in the Paul Walker ones, like... They were still going, like, international. Like, wanted by the FBI. Still in, like... The last, like, one I remember... Where they were really doing stuff with cars... As far as stealing shit was when they stole that whole safe in, uh, I think, Brazil. They took the whole safe out of the police station or whatever. I, okay, I think I think that one thing. might be the last one I saw. Like, to be honest with you, because them in Brazil sounds familiar. Yeah, and I think like that's the, the slums. first one the Rock was in, because that's when he was hunting them down. Yeah, whatever. yeah, I think that's actually the the last one I saw. Doing too much now, though. Yeah, they doing way too much. Doing too too much. Like the last one, like I had this little clip on my Instagram where I was watching it. I'm like, oh, I forgot about that fucking part with Tyrese. And he's like riding on the fucking, they're in snow or whatever on ice. And then he's like, fucking, his car goes into the water, and then but they had already hooked it to the door, so like the rock pulls the door off. And like he's <laughs> holding on to the door, like, ah! and they shooting at him. Ain't nobody hit him. He's like an open target. All these people with automatic guns, nobody hit him. And then he ends up like breaking loose, and then he picks up the door and just fucking uses it as a shield as they're shooting him. Come on, knocks somebody off with the snowmobile, takes his gun, and then shoots the rest. And I'm like, dog, really? really? Well, I want like another thing I don't get is like, okay. <laughs> The guy who killed Han is just, he's cool now. Like, he's just there. Like, he's, he's just, just out there with The Rock. Just for, Even before The Rock, he was kicking him with the crew. Like, they, they asked him for help to get to get uh, in the newest one. They needed his help to fucking get, um, uh, what the fuck is his name? Dom, uh, uh, Vin Diesel's kid back. They needed his help. I didn't know. He had a kid. Cool. Like, they invited him to the barbecue and everything at the end of the movie. Because they barbecue at the end of every movie. They do barbecue at the end of every movie? I'm like, dog, really? 
He killed Han, bro. Like, <laughs> really just don't forget about this shit. Like, I don't care what nobody say. I don't care about Jason Statham. Like, you, like Jason Statham just straight up fucking murdered one of their friends and it's forgiven. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, man. Rock really is doing a lot right now. It really is. But at least he's getting money. Mm-hmm. Ain't I nothing wrong with that. Cousin. Stunt man, yeah. Bought him a truck not too long ago, but I was like, man, you buy him a whole fucking house. House, done. <laughs> you got so much money, bro. They just finished filming the Jumanji too. I don't know why he like why he picked up that franchise. The Rock picked it up and started making them. Oh yeah, you know what? He's smart because he did what Adam Sandler did. Because I, be- I oh, I believe he did what Adam Sandler did. Because I believe The Rock owns his own production company, if I'm not mistaken. And that's like the smartest thing you can do. Because once you open up a production company, you're making all the money. Mm-hmm. Basically, he's paying himself. Pretty much cutting his own checks. Yep. He made a Rampage. Yep. He made um, Black uh, the, the Shazam movie. He made he the Shazam one. movie? Like, I want or to say some, some part in it. Like, I know he greenlit it. Like, he's the one that, like, because he really wanted to play Black Adam. But I think he was just doing that because the fans made He knew it would make money, yeah. So he was like, man, I'm going to roll with it. Like, I think he's doing a lot of what the fans want. But some of them just ain't. Like the Jumanji series, like I did not like that Jumanji movie. I'm sorry. I was yeah, like, I didn't like it at all. I like, like, I, like Especially like... The whole vibe of it is just like... Too goofy. Like the same Jumanji. The same Jumanji. Like I get it. It's a fucking video game. Trying to modernize it, but nah, they could have left it alone. Well, yeah. At that point, they could have left it alone. Like I get it; it was supposed to be a goofy movie, but it had a, a gritty tone to it. The original one, the original one had yeah. A, a, the original was kind of scary. It's it, pretty yeah. scary. Like it made the world of Jumanji seem fucking scary as shit. But when they actually went in there and showed the like in the newest movie, I'm like, I want to see this shit. I want to see like real jungle, fucking like some scary shit. It would have been cooler if they made it like a darker film, a more serious film. Yeah, but I get it. Rock has kids, and he's trying to market to a lot of kids. He's trying to keep that uh demographic demographic going. So it's like I get what he's I get what why he did that. Yeah, <laughs> like but I and. He he did he has a show on HBO called Ballers. And that show is fucking badass. But I think he stopped doing it. And I think he stopped doing it because um he's trying to keep that uh the image. That image. Like I think he's he quit it because of that image. I, I haven't seen any like reports on why he stopped doing it or why the the last why that season or why that show was like over with because they did four seasons I think four or five seasons and The Rock was like the main character of the show but it's more of a it's, a, it's kind of a raunchy raunchy like adult show mm-hmm. but it's badass it was cool because it's just it was cool to see The Rock in that light to see him not so goofy or not so like to see him play the asshole character again or like just see him like a gritty character mm-hmm. like, I get it that's cool 
One thing we didn't get into uh, yesterday, because I guess we just, it just like slipped our mind, but I'm pretty sure everybody listening, some way, some form, has seen or heard the tragedy, the atrocity <laughs> that is the new Sonic movie. My God. That, that, that goes to what I was saying last episode, that who was in the studio and why didn't they hire someone who is a fan of Sonic? Not somebody who played the games when they were kids, but someone who is still a fan of Sonic. Like someone who follows the comic book that's going on right now. Somebody who followed the game and played the shit out of the games, old and new. Like old in the, the Sonic Adventures and the old like uh, Sega Sonic ones. Like that just goes to show like people are just doing shit to pander to a demographic and not care. They're just trying to make money. Just trying to make money. Like that shit was like garbage. I get it. Like see. That's okay. Like, I'm gonna use the freaking Marvel franchise as an example. Like, if you are just patient, you take your time with it, it's gonna come out great, it's gonna be received great. But when you rush shit, even in video games like fucking Anthem and a bunch of different games where it's not so much like the developers or the people who are actually making the movie, it's the people who are behind the funding of the movie or the game that are like, nope, you gotta hurry the fuck up. You gotta hurry the fuck up. It's gonna be summertime. It's gonna be summertime in 2019. We need this fucking movie out. And like what happened? It's fucking trash. Y'all already, like, y'all already have the funding. Y'all already have it. Why do y'all need to like rush this shit? Like, let it take its time, man. And, like, if y'all would have took y'all time, y'all wouldn't have got this backlash. Y'all wouldn't have got the backlash that everybody gave y'all. Y'all wouldn't have to go back and redesign it. But this is a split moment hurt thought real quick. Maybe it was marketed that way just to have notice on the movie, if that makes sense. Or it just was a happy accident to me. Because I think it's going to bring more light to the people. Like, people that didn't know that the Sonic movie existed know now. You know what I mean? And they know, like, even if it's just for pure comedic purposes because it's a meme and everything right now, the way this world works now, like, it brings a lot of uh, attention to your movie now. Like, you have a lot of eyes on that movie before it's even out now. Like, yeah. I can see that too. I guess you're saying. Like, I don't know. I've been looking at a lot of motherfuckers doing that shit. But it's like, come on, man. That shit's straight trash. He looks so trashy. Like, I won't even say it was straight trash. That element of it was straight trash. Because everything else about it, I like. The fucking, the green portals. I love that shit. That, that was pretty cool. It brings meaning to have the fucking rings in the mix. Uh, Freaking Jim Carrey is cool. Like, I even like the, the Nikes or Pumas. I even was like, alright, make them a little bigger and we can rock. <laughs> but And his hands. 
his hands. Like his hand, like they could even the even his eyes, eyes, like like they didn't need the, to make it the space. Yeah, spaces. yeah, yeah. They yeah. The one big yeah. space. They could have made it. They didn't need to make his body that much more humanoidish. Like they could have left it with the long legs and fucking it works. And that's why people like artists went out and created it and showed you that it works. It can work if you use it that way. Yeah. That's why I love the world today now. Like it's like people It's like, uh, you're fucking up one of my like childhood favorites here. Like, let me show you how it's done real quick. Real quick. This is what I'm saying, man. Why do people choose to take on these franchises but not hire? There's no love. Yeah. For reals. There's a lot of Sonic fans out there. That's why they knew it would be a good idea to make a movie about it. But I don't even think it was a good idea to make a movie about it. Like, some things just don't need a movie. Like, Sonic. Well, here's the thing. It's like, like I said in the last episode, like with the Pokemon movie, it was the world of Pokemon. It wasn't like the realm of, you know, us. us, and then all of a sudden this entity appears, and then it's like, I, I feel like when you do the shit like that, it's harder to get the character right because you're trying to make it so realistic and so more like real world that it just it just doesn't mesh well like with the pokemon movie you were in the world of pokemon so like pokemon already existed why couldn't you know the world of sonic already exists like the whole landscape of the the sonic realm and then all of a sudden like you know, with Dr. Eggman already being Dr. Eggman or established as a, you know, evil person. And then all of a sudden, Sonic coming along. Hmm. Instead of Sonic appearing in the world of human beings. Exactly. Like, it could have just... Like we were saying, some movies don't need an origin story. People know the origin, you know what I mean? And you don't need to just make up an origin. Like, they made him an alien... It's like, why? Yeah. That's, that's too much. What are you doing? Like, I don't know. Like you said, it, it works better when you already have an established world and you just bring introduce the story versus the character. And I think fucking, I think I skipped over it last one. Not skipped over, but I forgot to mention uh, 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 the Hope. The Incredible Hope did that. Like, they didn't need to do an origin story for the, the Edward Norton. Oh, the Edward Norton one? Yeah. yeah. He was already established as the Hope. Yeah. He had already been the Hope for a while. He had already gone through some stuff. And, like, it worked for the lineup to introduce that we're creating this world that's going to link all these cinematic and work perfectly for the Avengers. That was the first initiating film that, like, let Tied in Iron Man and, and the Hope together, yeah. Got bigger plans. Yep. Like we got a lot of shit in store over the next ten years. Like, yeah, it was smart. They did everything strategic, and it worked out. Like, it was. I mean, just look at fucking Endgame. Endgame was great, like amazing. I freaking cried like a baby. Satisfying, huh? 
Because the reason I cried, I had such an attachment to it because, like, I remember being in, like, I don't know, eighth grade or maybe I was a freshman. But, like, my mom would watch Entertainment Tonight. And, like, I, I happened to walk in and then she watched Entertainment Tonight and they were actually talking about, like, the Iron Man movie being made. And, like, it was going to release in the summer or something like that. And I went to go see the first Iron Man movie with my cousins. I went to go see the second Iron Man movie. I went to go see the third Iron Man movie. Like, I pretty much, like, invested my time into, like, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And, like, Tony Stark, Iron Man, Robert Downey Jr. Like, like, he's a big fucking part of that whole franchise. And then, like, to see the end of Endgame, it's just, like, Damn, like here I was, 14, 15 years old. Now I'm 26 years old. And then he, like, you know, you know what happens to him at the end. It's just like, damn, like he was rocking with me for like 11 years. I was rocking with him for like 11 years. Yeah. That's what the weight of it. And it's crazy, like, that you say that because, like, I was watching an interview on The Breakfast Club with uh, Bundy and his uh, lawyer. Like lawyer slash friend was there, and he was saying the same shit. Like he was like, "Man, this this movie is so incredible because it's more than just a movie. Like this is something I took my ten year old son to see when we were playing. He was ten. I took him to see Iron Man. We saw that, and it became a tradition that we go and see all these movies." together like we stick together with the, the whole Marvel Cinematic Universe and we get to go and see these movies together and then now that we're, uh, uh, we're grown like he's a grown man and he has his son and it's like it's, it's something that gets to kick off that he gets to do for his son now yeah. and like it's just an you know we should, we should do that one day is like watch all the movies in order like in yeah. connection not like a one day thing. Fuck that. I was like, that'd be all. That'd be like what, like two days. My little one's trying to get a hold of me. Close the door. Sorry about that, little ones. <laughs> yeah. That's definitely gonna be something that I want to do with uh, with Autumn, and even just like right now with the the new wave that's coming in with uh, Black Panther. Like seeing my daughter, like just what kind of forever, and she just puts her. My daughter's eleven, and she just puts her hands up, like the puts her hands in the cross. Eleven months old. She just gets it, like she's just there, and she gets pumped, and that's something that she gets to look forward to as we come into this next wave of. uh, yeah, Autumn is 11 months old. Not 11. And she could do the Wakanda forever. It's crazy. It's, it's freaking adorable, actually. It is. It's one of the cutest things that I ever see her do. Like, that's one of those things that just melts my heart when she does it. Like, she just looks so happy and so cute doing it. And that's just what I want to bring. Like, this is what, like, I remember being, like, fucking 19, 20. And, well, I've been being like freaking 15, 16, and fucking 
Iron Man 1 coming out and just seeing how the world started to react to uh, comic book movies. Like, like it started off kind of slow and this is what really like killed a lot of the earlier fucking uh, Marvel movies. But uh, I think it was just all due to timing. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just all due to time, like all 100%, like as we grow up, like now I'm happy to see like that it's just part of this world's culture. Right? Yeah. Everybody's into this stuff and then I get to watch my daughter grow up and be into this stuff and just not have to worry about feeling like that stigma of being a dork because you're in the comic books or anything like that. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's, what, that's another thing, like that itself. They broke the mold. Like, bitch, I ain't no dog. I'll beat your ass right now, motherfucker. Like, everybody's into this shit. I ain't no bitch. Yeah, I like Iron Man. So what? Mm -hmm. I'll beat your ass. Ready? I never gave a shit in the first place, but it's cool to know that that's what this world is, is at now. That people don't, like, have to feel like that. <laughs> like, oh, I'm, gonna, I'm a dork. Beyond people that just feel like it's cool to say that I'm a nerd or whatever. For sure. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. It, like, more and more you see, like, you even see, like, older kids wearing, like, Deadpool backpacks and things like that. It's pretty badass. Man, so last night, after we talked about the fucking Pokemon uh, movie, I was like, you know what, bro? Oh, and after we talked about the CGI remake of Mewtwo Strikes Back, I went and I watched Mewtwo Strikes Back. Oh, it was there? It was out already? No, no, no. Oh, you watched the, the, the original. Oh, the original, uh, the Pokemon, the first movie. Yeah, and man, bro, like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Fuck, bro!" Like the intro. I forgot about the intro. Like I totally forgot about the intro of the movie and how Mewtwo like with Amber and, you know, Bulbasaur and Charmander and Squirtle not making it and things like that. It's just like, damn. And, and, yeah. It gave weight to the world of Pokemon. It really did. It made it, like, gritty. Like, yeah. That's why I loved, like, the Pokemon movies because beyond the TV show, it gave that that serious feel. Like, even into the, the, the Pokemon 2000 movie, Lugia, like, I like that movie too. Those movies were cool because you watch them and you're like, damn. Even Mewtwo Returns. I saw Mewtwo Returns too. Like, that's why I like Mewtwo though. Because, like, I could relate to Mewtwo. Not in the whole fact that I was like a fucking scientific experiment and, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, in a clone. and But the whole aspect of, like, I'm still trying to figure out, like, my purpose in life and life in general and, like, the way people are and why things are the, the way, like the way they are and and stuff like that. Like Mewtwo was just under like misunderstood. Like he was just trying to take everything in. Like no one held his hand and walked him through life. Like you know, he's just trying to figure shit out on his own. Especially with all that weight on his shoulder of being the most powerful being, like that is on this earth. Like I can shut all this shit down. Because some of these motherfuckers just don't need to be here, and that what like it really gets. Well, that's how he felt. Yeah, mm -hmm. 
some of these people don't need to be here. And I can shut all this shit down right now. But what stops me right now, right now <laughs> I'll shut it all down right now. But yeah, Mewtwo is has, hands down has to be like one of the best fucking Pokemon that are out there. Like, That's why I run a Mewtwo deck. Man. <laughs> I mean, I love Mewtwo. Like, I love Gengar. I fucking love Pikachu, too. Like, Pikachu is so loyal. And the whole relationship with that he had with Ash in the beginning where, like, he didn't listen to Ash. He didn't give a fuck. He did whatever the fuck he wanted to do. He didn't stand the Pokeball. He was like, nah, fuck that. I'm not going to know bitch-ass Pokeball. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> like they they grew together and I like that a lot. Bro. I said my wife that on the way over here, I was like, man, I don't get how people live in that world and not have Pokemon. <laughs> like how do you not have a Pokemon companion? Like Yeah. Like I would have a shitload of fucking Pokemon just out and about with me, like just, just like my, my crew? Yeah, like boys, like 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 Mars is a service dog. My dog is technically registered as a service dog, but we don't have the vest for him. But we want to get the vest for him so we can take him everywhere, like everywhere we go. Fucking Target, nah, the movies. <laughs> like no one can fucking tell us shit because he's a service dog. Because like we do feel like my wife has been feeling like it's weird because when we first got Mars, she was like very reluctant, like. I don't want to love Myers. Like I don't like I don't want to fall in love with Myers. Like I don't want to like get attached to him because she she always had it. Like she still does, and I I I understand it now. It's like and it makes me sad thinking about it. But it's like I love Myers. Myers does stupid shit. Like I shaved him today. I shaved his hair because he sheds a lot. And there's some times where he's just like he doesn't care. Like he's really stubborn, and like I'm. They're trying to call him to come in, and like I don't know, he either he got excited or he thought I was getting mad at him, which I don't understand why he would pee on himself, pee on himself because I was getting mad at him because I just went out there and was trying to call him inside, and he peed on himself, and I was like, "Man, really, bro? Now you're gonna have to stay outside so I can like give you a bath. You're doing too much." But um, her whole thing is. Like, even regardless of that, like, I still love Mars. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to punish him without giving him food or water or anything. And even even now, like, I'm going to let him sleep in the garage because it's going to rain. But I get what she's saying because her whole thing is, like, I don't want to get attached to Mars because I know one day Mars is going to go. Like, Mars is going to leave. Like, and I, I'm just going to be devastated. And when she told me that, I never like thought about it like that. Like him, him, him yeah. Because I'm super attached to Mars. Like yeah. I feel safe with Mars inside. Like he doesn't sleep outside. Never sleeps outside. He's always inside. Makes me feel safe. He listens to the baby. <laughs> um, but I get it. You know what I mean? It's like that fear of attachment. But now she's like starting to feel bad because. You know, on our days off, we go out and we're out for like hours. And it's like, well, he's a service dog. All we need to do is get on the vest and he can roll with us. Yeah. 
the entire time. That way he's just not here stuck at home by himself watching TV and shit. We need to come out. He's good. He does like stupid shit sometimes, but I mean, I do stupid shit sometimes. So <laughs> he doesn't eat shit. Like he doesn't eat like chew shoes up or fuck up for like you know tear shit. Yeah. That's the shit that fucks me with dogs is when they just do unnecessary deliberate shit, and that's like. Ah. Yeah. That's why I love my little Stacy little moments. And that's why I love like her getting her fucking and that's what sucks is like Adam's gonna get attached to Stacy. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, and Stacy's already decently old. Stacy's about six or seven, so decent. She got she got some good kicking ears, you know what I mean? But I know it's gonna break little mama's heart when she goes. But, but by that time, she's definitely gonna have like more possum, more of a little crew to kick it with. Yeah. And stuff like that. But that's one thing is like, that's what got Autumn comfortable with waking up and us not being in the room. Like, if I was. Stacy, yeah. Athena, too. Like, it, yeah. Like, if uh, I'm laying down or something and Athena has to go to the restroom. Mars will like follow her to the restroom, so she's fine. Like, Man. she's not scared or anything. It's just, it's pretty good. It's great that she's comfortable like that. Hell yeah, bro! I'm saying like Stacy will hear Autumn crying and she'll come like, yeah, like, come up to her and Stacy, Stacy, go, go. <laughs> <laughs> just hear me tell Stacy to go body. That's what she associates with her. Like now she just wakes up. And, you know, before she'd wake up and if nobody's in the room, she'll, you know, she'll panic and she'll cry really loud because it's like, holy shit, where is everybody? But yeah. She'll wake up, she'll see Stacy and she'll know I'm not alone. Like, gives that comfort. So it's like her having her own little fucking Pokemon. <laughs> like, yeah, that's what I was telling uh, my wife yesterday. I was like, when we came home from seeing the movie, we were on the way home from seeing the movie. Lauren was like, come on, Tim, we got to go home. Um, we got to go check on our good boy. And I was like, yeah, we got to go check on our Pokemon. <laughs> Lauren was like, yeah, Mars is our Pokemon. I was like, yeah, it's our Pokemon. Mars doesn't really bark often, but like he does bark. And when he barks, it's like, oh, shit, like I forgot you bark. Because he doesn't bark often, but when he does bark, it's like, oh, shit, like it's kind of, it's, it's good. It's good. It's intimidating, you know what I mean? Hell yeah. Which is what you want. Hell yeah. You definitely want that, like, security for anybody that comes around. Yeah. That's the only reason, like, I like my wife's dog's nibbles. Because he barks when somebody comes to the back patio or something like that. And he kind of gives, like, a, it's more, a little bit more of a security. But he barks a little too much sometimes. <laughs> Shut the hell up. We ain't barking at nobody's there. Nothing's there. We just barking. We just bark. Yeah, Lauren wants to get another dog. Uh, one of her friends said she'd get uh, her, uh, like a little, I don't know, kind of like Stacy, but not Stacy, but like a little dog. Lauren really wants, my wife really wants a little dog. And I was like, Those dogs are really good to have. Like, they're really comforting. 
and really fucking. I just feel like those dogs have a tendency to bark a lot. Like Stacy's good. Stacy's good. Like Stacy doesn't bark in her or anything like that. But but all the ones that I've had, man, or I've not had, but seen, they don't really bark too much. Stacy barks now when Nibbles barks. Mm. And, like, I've been noticing her. She's, like, a little, like, spry lady. Like, they got her groove back now that there's other dogs around because she's been on her own for a while. Like, we had her, it was just her. And then Shut up. It was just her. Nah, she'll go toe-to-toe with, like, because <laughs> she knows he's in the cage. And Nibbles will bark. You'll hear him bark. And then you'll hear Stacey too. Hardy antagonizing this big-ass dog. If he got out of here, that'd be your ass. Like, uh, she, those are one of the few times she'll bark her if I'm playing with her. Like, like I like to play rough with her a little bit. Like she'll, like, she'll get a little bark off in. <laughs> That's good. Myers don't really. I try to play with Myers, but Myers doesn't. He just takes it. Just takes it. Like, I'll try to, like, you know, get him to, like, you know, rah, 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 stuff, but nothing. <laughs> then after a while, I'm just like, all right, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna dip because you're not even really doing anything. <laughs> Don't play fetch. This boy just loves to freaking sleep and eat. I put a plate on the table the other day. He fucking got the plate from the table, Damn. and I was like, how? Like, how? I don't understand how the fuck you got this plate. It was like in the center of the table. He be sneaky with it too. You know what he yeah, did? Yeah. He took my pizza. pizza. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> He's just right there trying to take it real slow. <laughs> he got it like halfway off the plate. Yeah. Before I noticed he was taking it too. I'm like, Bruh. <laughs> yeah. He's sneaky. He's cute, man. He's one of the cutest dogs. He's been putting on a little weight. Yeah, he's going to be pretty chunky. He's getting older, and I think that's what's like contributing to him. He's not a puppy anymore. It's trying to get in. The thing is, too, it's funny. It's because, like, I'll block the door or whatever. Like, he can jump over that. Like, he's big enough to jump over that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, but he doesn't. He just, like, nah, there's something in the way. I can't go in there. See, but that's what makes him a good dog. Because he knows it's here because they don't want me to come through here. Fucking nibbles and blue, they'll say, fuck that truck. And Ben done moved that truck. <laughs> he's trying now. <laughs> he's like going around because he has his name a couple times. Mars. Those other dogs, as soon as you turn your back, they would have fucking moved that shit because they, ah, that's what makes me like, not like those dogs. My wife does. She spoiled the shit out of those dogs. So now they just do whatever the hell they want. But, hey, okay, you do? Hey, yeah. That's one thing, like, I don't like about the sitting, if we're going to like talk about dogs, it's like they don't have enough like convenient ways to like uh, surrender your dogs. Like if you're somebody, and this is why I think a lot of dog abuse goes on in this and, and around because people have these dogs and then they don't know how to get rid of them. So they just neglect them. And it's like... Most of these places want you to pay like 50 to 80 bucks to take the dog. And it's like, man, if I can't even afford to feed them, like, 
How am I gonna pay fifty bucks, eighty bucks? Yeah, like there's supposed to be places like like the city that is supposed to, you know, take in your dog. You can't keep it, or else it'll just be out on the street. People will just leave their dogs on the street or something. And it's like, man, there's there's a lot of like like why do y'all need to charge people to take in their dog if you're just gonna charge people to take the dog out? Man, I mean, like, I don't know, especially if you're city funded too, like. Now y'all are just making a profit off of people for no reason. When people just well, I mean that's the whole purpose is making money, you know, every way they can. Yeah, supposed to be just doing a civil duty, but that's whatever. Everybody's trying to make a buck. Well, I mean the city don't even really need to make a fucking buck. Yeah, mad money. Yes, all the tourists that come through. Hell yeah. Why do you think there's so much construction in the city? Because oh my god! Don't even fucking shit. don't even get me started on construction <laughs> downtown, bro. My oh god. my god, downtown they're really doing too much at once. Like god damn, <laughs> leave it alone, man. Let the city be the city. <laughs> and then like they're building all these highways. I feel kind of high. Yeah, I, I feel it. I feel it. Or a little lightheaded. I, feel like, um, I don't feel like as terrible as I thought I was going to feel like it doesn't yeah, feel me as either. bad as you would smoking a black or smoking like, even smoking a cigarette because like also like, I, don't, I wouldn't be able to smoke a full cigarette in one sitting oh no it'll always like fuck me man they, those, these, there's these new things I want to try because like my whole thing is like I'll vape but like I don't want to vape I want to like smoke something yeah but they got these new like uh, hemp cigarettes, but I'm like still iffy on them because I don't want to take a drug test and like still come out dirty. Yeah, I don't want it to come up with the tears. Yeah, and that's what really like kind of. But they're hemp. It's all hemp. Supposedly hemp, but some guy you know did a review on them, took a drug test, and like the second line was like barely clear, but. In a lab test, test yeah, like it's, it's yeah. Especially if it's something like a real like job, not like one of those jobs that's just gonna send you down to a local like testing plant. Yeah, a job like, at the airport or something like that. Like, they don't test you for real because they have their own tests. And, well, they can send you to labs too. The airport they send me to a. Uh, one of those lab corporate places. Uh, I mean, that's what made me kind of hesitant with CBD as well. There's traces of the... Like, yeah. There's yeah, there's some that you can find that are like third-party tested that are THC-free, but still, like, it's still scary, you know what I mean? It's like... Because I honestly, like, I can admit, like, I did vape CBD, and after that, like, I just... Cause I'm I'm like a real, like I'm a real smoker. Like when we would smoke, like I would fucking every day. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Like literally, I would just like chain smoke. Like, oh, we're done with one. Let me roll another one. Oh, we're done with that. Let me roll another one. Like smoking, 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 smoke. So like when I got the CBD vape oil, two days I killed that bitch. Damn. <laughs> like I'm just. I just high. like well, I mean, you don't even get high with CBD, but no, that's what I'm saying. Like you're waiting for the high that the that THC gives you. But yeah, this name doesn't come. <laughs> but um, what's it called? 
It wasn't so much like the high. It was just like I like to smoke. It's just like, all right, I'm going to take a hit. Like, all right, I'm going to take a hit. Because with the CBD, I did get relaxed. I did get sleepy. I didn't get, like, hungry or anything, but I did get, like, relaxed. I did. I was able to relax. But um, after I did that, I just, I didn't go back to it just because I was afraid I was going to get, like, randomly drug tested and shit. So I already got randomly drug tested like three times already. Damn. See, that's, that's fucking... That's a, that, to me, that's an invasion of privacy. Like, I think you should only be able to get drug tested like once a year. Even, like, yeah, randomly once, once a, year, a year. Or if you fuck up on the job. Mm-hmm. I think those are the only times you should be able to just drug test me. Because, like, what I do outside of work should not concern work as long as it's not affiliated with the man. Yeah, know? like I'm not fucking smoking in my uniform. Exactly. You know I mean? I'm like doing stuff. If we were recording and you still had your via hat on and we were doing it, yeah. that, that's when I feel like they can they should be able to like, you know what, what well, we are gonna drug test you and, but what you and even then, like that's a, a isolated scenario. I think things should happen during isolated scenarios. Like if you fuck up at work or if something like that comes across one of the managers fucking desk or something, somebody reports it or something like that. That's when I think they should be able to drug test you. But just for being here, if I show up to work every day and I do my job and I'm a good employee, why are you randomly drug testing? Like, that's the shit that fucking. Well, honestly, bro, like, here's the thing. I agree with you fully, but first of all, like, marijuana should be illegal, medical, medically, and recreationally, because you can, in essence, regulate it as far as like you're gonna smoke outside of work, fine, but we want to make sure you don't come to work high. I took a drug test for Amazon one time, like years back. Um, and I was, I, I was dirty. Yeah, I, I, I mainly like I was dirty. But the test that they gave me was like a mouth swab. Or pass it. But see, the thing is with those, it's as long as you haven't smoked within like 12 to 6 hours or I don't remember the, the amount of time but it's like on a, like a certain amount of time before you take it like you'll pass the test so it's like why not just have people come into work every day or randomly test them with that that way you know like alright cool like your shift was over at this time from this time to this time you can smoke but not like you, there's like a cutoff time before you can smoke again yeah. to go into work. Man, even yeah, that works. Fucking them doing a regularity or shit just days. on your days off, like just smoke on your days off. Like I would take that. Yeah, I'd even accept that if I can smoke on my days yeah. off. Yeah, because like, I used to do it when I worked for Simplex. I don't, I didn't, I didn't smoke for like a whole like for five days straight. I didn't smoke, and then when I would come home, those three days I would smoke, and then. Go back. Mm-hmm. Like I was fine with it. 
Save me on weed. Save me money. Save me weed too. High was better. Hell yeah. There's plenty of pros and pros to fucking regulating the smoke that way. They're like, oh man. It, it just gets one of those moments where I. It's just it sad. so mad and so sad that like we people can't just be themselves or do shit that. I'm pretty sure weed people could. Yeah, exactly, bro. Like, and alcohol. It's worse. worse than fucking marijuana. Like, it's one hundred percent worse. Like that's it's just too much for them to sit there and like, or we're gonna randomly drug test you. It's not random if you're just constantly doing it. Yeah. Like you're just doing it just to do it. Like you're not just Well, supposedly it's like a computer that generates who they're gonna test on shit, but it's like nah bro, like you like at one time a couple months back. Um, one week they took me for a random, and then literally a week later, because it was in it was like a week before the month ended into the next week. So like I got randomly tested for one month, and then a week later, it was a new month, but I got randomly drug tested again. That's like I kind of don't really kind of feel like you're kind of profiling me. Because I will tell you this. They even do like randoms, like when you are in training. And it, like I said, it's supposed to be random, but it, it just it just doesn't didn't feel random. And here's why: in the class of uh, so many people that I had in my class, right for training, there were only three black people in my class. My sister being one of them. Yeah. They all were selected after a couple of days of being there, maybe like a week, to do a random drug test. All three of them, and they were all black. Like, how fishy is that? One hundred percent. And we all said it. We all said it. Like, we all talked about it. We were all like, "That's that's pretty fucking random." That's random. That that is random. Yeah, like that's specific. That it's random. <laughs> yeah. Like, and I think with you, it might just be because of your tattoos. Like, the, it's a visual tattoo right here. I think they just profile off a of certain, like, certain aspects to a, a person's character. Well, I would talk about it too at work that I would smoke and love to smoke and would smoke again when it's legal and everything, but I don't care because, like, test me. I know I'm not going to come up dirty. I'm not yeah. smoking. But the love for it is always going to be there. Like, the want to do it is always going to be there. I'll play ball, but that's not agree with the rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, 100%. I'll play the game, but I don't like it. I don't agree with it. I'm not cool with it. Because at a point in your life right now, like, this is one of those things, like, I think jobs take too much into their thing is that they think that you need it more than they need you. And it shouldn't be that. Like, it should definitely be an equal plan. Like, we need each other. This is a business partnership. Well, where I work, yeah, we do need each other. That's what I'm saying. Definitely, because... jobs, that's what it should be as an employer. Especially as part of of a union. Like, one day we could all just be like, we want to raise... No. I don't fuck you. Fuck you. Got, like, 500-plus employees just not show up to work. Mm-hmm. What is the city gonna do? Exactly. 
what is Via going to do? Because if no buses go out, you know, you get fined. They get fined like crazy. So, I mean. Yeah, they wouldn't be able to fucking make their money. They wouldn't. And this is like, like, and they, they make their money off of government funding. And it's like, they're supposed to do a service to the city. Yeah, that, that's how they make their money is uh, we provide the service, they get paid. To provide the service, mm-hmm. and they're supposed to take care of y'all. And that, like, to to me, that's a level of harassment. <laughs> like, honestly, if you're randomly drug testing people, and you come up and randomly drug test more than fucking shit, more than once a month, I think that's a level of harassment. Like, that's one hundred percent a level of harassment. Like, if I came up clean. Last time, like a week ago. Well, shit, I've already done three tests and like the first half of 2019. Like, it's crazy. That's fucking wild, bro. That's fucking wild. And that's what makes, like, that's what takes this shit too much. And it's like, man, I love doing, I'm cleaning myself so I can go there. I haven't smoked in almost a month, man. So, I'm keeping myself clean so that I can get in there. But it's like, one of those second, as soon as I get my check, I'm gone. Yeah. <laughs> my check, check. But once I'm able to, to live on my own accord, I'm at, like, that's one of those things. Like, people, that's what employers have to understand that your employees are going to leave like that. If you don't take care of your employees, they're not going to want to stay there once they get a leg up. Like, they're not going to want to stay with you because you're abusing them. You're harassing them. You're fucking with their fucking, their mindset and their livelihood. That's a, like, that's, that's a fucking spit to the face, honestly. If I'm doing this, everything I can to provide a good service and do a job, like, for y'all, and y'all are still, like, trying to catch me up on some shit that I'm not fucking doing. Like, that's bullshit. <laughs> yeah. That's 100% yeah. bullshit, man. That's a super fucking insult. Like, yeah, it's, I don't know, it's stupid. It's like, all right, we're cool with you fucking drinking as long as you don't come to work with, you know, I'm alcohol. Sure yeah, on your breath. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Not even in your system, on your breath. Because it can be in your system, it's not going to be on your breath. No, you can fucking. Can, even, like, dude, can they even test for that shit like right away? Like, if you're coming to work with like, like they can look at you and think, well, maybe he's drunk. Yeah. And yes. Like a, yes. Yes. Uh, I guess the breathalyzer. Well, you do do the breathalyzer. Uh, like when I took my fucking first random ass drug test, bro, the guy was like, "You're gonna inhale." No, yeah, you're gonna inhale and you're gonna exhale. Uh, until you hear a beep, and I freaking just took a breath and exhaled, and it, and it felt like for a couple, it felt like thirty seconds. I was fucking exhaling, or I'm probably exaggerating, but it felt like a long time. And finally, the fucking thing beeped, and the guy's like, "Man, you are so young," because he's like, people have such a hard time like taking the breath breathalyzer test. But in my head, I was like, "No, I just." smoked a lot like mm. like I mean, i'm used to freaking inhaling for the same amount of time you know what i mean <laughs> um 
It just, it, I don't know. It just, it's just bullshit, bro. It's just, it's stupid. It sucks. Hate it. I wish, like, I I miss smoking so much, like, so bad. Like, so, not even because of the high. Like, you go to work, you have a shitty day, it's stressful, you come home, you roll up a blunt, you take that first hit, and, like, the whole day, once you exhale, it's like the whole day is just shed it. Like, all right, cool, it's done with, I'm over it, I'm not holding on to these freaking feelings of being pissed off because some guy pissed me off or something didn't go the way I needed to go and it fucking ruined the whole day for me. Like, it's I, like I let everything go. Now I can be happy and not be a Debbie Downer or be grumpy or a freaking buzzkill with everybody else. Yeah, me. me. And that's it's one of I guess it's a cliche to say that, but it's like, it's real. It's not even a cliche, it's real. It's like, you are not yourself when you have to go and be something that somebody's paying you to be. be yeah. You know what I mean? So that takes a toll on people. There's a lot of things that contribute to mental illness. And I definitely believe the job market, the, the way the job market is, today and the way the system is today affects a lot of people in so many different ways and it's like man like right now like it, it gets tough because you you can stop like that's one of those things it's not one of those addicting things like heroin where if you stop you just go be getting the shivers and fucking scratching and fucking having that itch like it fucks yeah, with withdrawals you. It fucks yeah. with your, your mindset like just you being comfortable in your own skin, like and being able to go out there and be comfortable doing these things, knowing that like at least when I'm done, once I clock out, I get to go home and be me. Yeah. But and that would be like super great if you could do that. I mean, like I'll tell you straight up, like, yes, my job does pay good. It does it pays really good. But there's times where you're like, this is what I think. It's like, all right, cool, I'm gonna be done with my shift. Then I have to go home. I'm gonna make food, spend time with you know my family, and then it's like, ugh, I'm gonna have to do it all over again. When if I could come home and smoke, it, my mentality would be like, hell yeah, I'm gonna work these couple hours. I'm gonna go home. Then I'm gonna chief. Then I'm gonna eat, hang out with my family, and then get, get to yeah, get, go, get ready for the next day. And then once I'm there. It's the same mentality. Like, hey, I'm gonna do these couple of hours. I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna chief, and it's like, it's like a positive. It's like a positive. It's just a positive reinforcement to me. Yeah, it's because when you go to work and you're there for so long, that sticks with you. And to me, when you smoke, it releases that energy that you have collected all day. Oh yeah. Having to like put your mind like because you have to work it in your mind that this is gonna be over with soon. You're not like unless you're doing something that you just absolutely love doing like it's gonna stick with you that damn I gotta do I gotta do this for another four hours I gotta do this for another six hours I gotta do this for another five hours or so and when you get off you're so happy to finally get off and you get home and that energy of like damn I'm enjoying my time off but 
in the back of my head, that energy is still there of yeah. today. It's still there that I yeah. have to carry into the like, next day. Yeah, like when the smoke, agitation is, yeah, the agitation is still there. And here's the thing, like, I can honestly say this. Four hours, I got this job. I was at a pest control job. Made, uh, shit. Seven dollars less than what I'm making now. Labor, labor type job. Walked all the fucking time. Not all the time, but basically you'd go to a house, spend like 10, 15 minutes, and take long, but you're walking and you're walking like big fucking properties, you know? It's like high paying customers that are paying for this service. It's manual labor. It's yeah, it's, it's manual labor. It's not the most extreme labor, but you're out in the sun. You're sweating, you're wearing a long sleeve shirt, pants, boots with the fucking blower on. Weighs a lot. Plus, you got the product in the tank of the blower that you're, you know, you're misting out. I was happier doing that than I'm than doing what I'm doing because there I was able to smoke, Man. like truthfully, like honestly, like I was making less money, but I was happier. But yeah, and that's ultimately what this world should really consist of: is like, are we happy doing what we? Even if it's not something that we do to, that we love, but are we able to do this with a smile? When I'm smoking, I'm able to go like, yeah, it fucking sucks that I have to go to work the next day, but you don't care. Yeah. You got you smoked, and you get to have fun with your family, and even though that thought in your mind is like, I got to go to bed in a couple hours because I got to wake up early and go. Well, should not even you sleepy from smoking? Yeah, like you're not even like, oh, I gotta, you got to go to bed well rested, yeah. ready. For the next thing. Yeah, well rested. Seriously, well rested. Like, it gives you that moment. Like, that's what I always, like, that's why I always, like, say, like, mental illness, like, I think easily. And just this, I can't put this on everybody, but it helped me through the biggest traumatic experience I've ever fucking experienced. Like, it helped me take all that in and process it in a manner that. Let me just say, you know what? It is what it is. Yeah. And let it roll, let it roll off my shoulder. And let me really release that fucking man. And prior to that, like, that, the head experience, that's my mom passing. And prior to that, I hadn't smoked for like two years. And even when I did smoke, it wasn't like I was, I was never really a, a regular smoker. Like, I didn't like, I didn't smoke. Like, I didn't buy weed like that, or I didn't buy bags to myself. I only smoked, like, whenever there was a function going on, I'll put five on or I'll put in, or, you know what I mean, or I'll give a little, maybe a little dime sack just to smoke with the homies, but it was never, like, something that I did by myself. Like, it wasn't like I'd be at home rolling up by myself. You know, bro, when I first started, yeah, same, same, same. It was always with uh, other people, because I was, like... I wasn't scared to do it by my... Well, first of all, I couldn't even smoke in my house. I, you know, I live with my parents. Um, but, like, at that point in time, it wasn't even, like, an attraction or, like, a curiosity. It was just, like, I'm going to try this to see if I could forget about my best friend having cancer or forget about, like, all the bad shit that was going on in my life at that time. Like, let me just... Let me just try this to see if I can just kind of 
could like, like yeah process everything and collectively just get my shit together and you know one day uh my cousin mike shout out to mike i love you um he smoked and my cousin jerry smoked shout out to jerry love you too um one day my cousin mike was like uh you want to walk with me because my cousin mike uh lost his apartment so I was like, just come stay with us. You know, you can sleep in my room, you know, to you get your shit together. And he was like, I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to walk to Jerry's probably and just, you know, around the block because we live in the same neighborhood. So I was like, all right, I'll go with you. And, you know, I, he was smoking and I was like, man, you know, Mike, is it cool if I take a hit? And at this point, I was straight edge. But one thing, like, I love about my family is like, well, at least Mike, Jerry's kind of different. Jerry's kind of like, Nah, here, do it. Here, do it. You know what I mean? But Mike was always like, are you sure you want to do this? Because I know you're straight edge. I know it like goes against like what you believe or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, are you sure you want to do this? And I was like, yeah. He's like, you're not doing it just because I'm doing it. And you're like, I want to do it because Mike's doing it. And I was like, no, I want to do it because I just want to see if I can kind of just slow down everything and process everything mentally. And he's like, all right, cool. That's that's a good answer. That's what I want to hear. So I hit it. I didn't feel anything initially. Then after a while, like, literally, bro, like, after a while, I just felt at peace. Like, that's, like, the only way I could describe it is, like, finally, like, at peace. <laughs> Yeah, nice yeah, he's like, fuck this. I'm a big ass dog. <laughs> but um, that noise that you're hearing is Mars trying to climb my daughter's truck to get to us. But he's like, not. Nah. Yeah. Um, I just felt at peace, like just at peace, and then. After like and like you know, anytime it's like the first time somebody smoke and people find out like you're smoking it's like oh shit like let's let's have a session it's like right away like let's have a session so we go to my cousin's house and I guess Mike told Jerry like hey Maya Maya smoke with me my family calls me Maya he's like Maya smoke with me and I guess Jerry was like what the fuck like for real it's like word and you know word got around so. I'm in the restroom. I come out. Jerry's like, hey, Maya, come here. And I, you know, I go over there. And I thank Jerry for doing this because if not, like, then I wouldn't be able to do it by myself. But I walk into the room. Jerry's like, you're going to roll this blunt. And I was like, what? Like, I don't know how to fucking, like, I don't know how to, like, roll or do anything. It's like, no, you're going to fucking roll this blunt. I got extra wraps in case you fuck up. And I was like, well, I don't even know what to do. He's like, you know, walking me through the steps and everything. And I'm not trying to brag, but I wrote a pretty nice, like, tight blunt the first time I wrote a blunt. And even Jerry was surprised. He's like, damn, I wrote a, a legit-ass blunt. And I was like, thanks, you know? Didn't really know what to say. And then after that, we just smoked, and we would smoke together. And then eventually, slowly, I felt confident enough to, like, go into a store, buy wraps by myself, roll by myself, smoke by myself. And it wasn't like... Uh, I wasn't chain smoking back then. It was just like, all right, I'm off of work. 
I'm going to go chill with the guys, or I'm going to chill by myself. Mike's at work, Jerry's at work, so I'm going to go in my truck, and I'm going to smoke in my truck by myself. And I would just take a couple of hits, shed the day, and then, you know, yeah, that was it. Back out. Yeah, and then then after that, that's when I just full-blown, like, stoner, just every day buying just 20 sacks, every week buying half an ounce. Just We used to smoke so much, bro. Man, <laughs> like, we smoke this so is much. Why when like most of the people you know smoke, yeah, like that's one of those things when you're surrounded by smokers, like it, it it'll pick up really quick. But it's good vibes though. Yeah, like, like it's good vibes. You feel like more connected, and it's not because it's like oh this guy smokes weed too. It's no, it's like you feel like universally, versally like connected. Like you feel like one with each other like conversations mean more just being in the presence of somebody else means more like just i don't know i just have like a greater appreciation for everything when mm-hmm. I, would, I would smoke and that's what i like it would like on that it was like uh i used to get my phone and just record on my phone like it was like podcasting before podcast yeah we see that like, too deliberately like Trying to podcast, I just was like, I've always loved the the conversations and the feeling of those conversations because yeah. I felt and they're like, funny. Yeah, like it it's fucking funny, it's so fucking like, hilarious. I'd always just hit the record, we'll smoke, and just I just fucking listen to those. Like it really comes, it really is a, a reliever. Like, <laughs> it's a reliever to be like able to just enjoy people's company. And conversation on a whole nother level other than like before I'll always conversate but I'll conversate with the like well, what do they mean I'll always overanalyze the conversation right right exactly like well, what do you mean by that or what do you mean by that or like what is what do like, you mean in a malicious intent that you people that have a malicious intent like like well, my mom's like like the, um, the day like it was, it was a few months prior because my mom was in the hospital for a year and I already knew like if my mom passed I was not I wasn't gonna be able to stay in that apartment by myself like I I think I would have went down on because I had already had a history of mental illness and like suicidal thoughts and like suicidal attempts and well not attempts I hadn't really tried yet but I got really fucking close and that would land on me you know bro that's crazy you said because I felt the same way too like when I was younger Mental illness is no joke, man. People, like, even if you're young, it's okay to feel mental illness. Like, I'm not saying it's okay to feel mental illness, but it's 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 okay to say that you have mental illness, especially in, like, the black and Hispanic communities because, you know, our elders don't really believe in a lot of that shit because they're... Yeah, they're, like, uh, they're pretty much, like, nah, don't, don't talk about shit like that. Like, they, they kind of, like, shut you down. And it, it's not really their fault. It's more generational. Because that's, that's the way you're brought up is like, you don't talk about shit like that. And most most minority Hispanic and black families just don't talk to each other like, like about their problems. Like, not once have I ever talked to my mom or my father about how I feel. My brother, yeah. But, like, never my parents, admittedly. Like, never. It wasn't until that last stretch. Because right before my mom, the, that year... Before my mom went into the hospital, she was struggling with her own mental illness. And 
you know, we honestly, like my mom had been sick for a while. So it was like, we were closer on that aspect, but I never was able to like, felt like I was able to share my mental like struggles until one night, like, like I just broke down. I didn't understand it. I didn't know what else I can do. And I got really fucking scared. So I had to break down and talk to my mom about it. And she really, except she took it on way better than I thought like would happen. And then when she went to the hospital, I remember, I remember telling my friend, like, my, my homie that had smoked, like, he had uh, been jumping house to house because his parents, you know, weren't always the best parents. And yeah. They were everywhere. So he had jumped around house to house. And he was staying with his grandpa in, like, this shed, like, area of the house. And I remember telling him, yo, anything, you know what I mean, you could come stay with me if you you want to stay with me and like if anything happens to my mom you know we'll just split the rent and you know that'll be your home you know what I mean like even now like be your home we'll just be we'll just have it and he didn't come until uh until she had passed and I like that day like that was the day <laughs> I was like I knew exactly like it was like nine in the morning when they said they were going to do what they were going to do or whatever, when they asked me to make the decision and I had to make the decision, they were going to, all right, we're going to do it at 11 or whatever. And I dipped off. I was like, all right, y'all go ahead. I'm not, I'm not. I said, said my piece to my mom and broke out because that was one of those things. It's like, I wasn't going, I wasn't going to be around for that. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, okay. I went home, immediately called my homie, yo, if you want to move in, you do it. It's like, all right, I'm going to in Saturday. And this was like on Thursday or Friday. And I, I called up my homie, like, like my friends were rooming in the apartment building right next to my apartment. So I was like, man, I went over there and they were like, man, get some weed. Like, no, I called him and told him, like, if they got a sack, let me, I'll, I'll, I'll buy a sack, dog. Like, because <laughs> today is that day, man. As, as soon as, like, I got over there, it was like, it was like, it didn't happen almost. <laughs> like it helped me process that shit so much better than I thought I was gonna be able to. Like, it was I like thought, it was a positive uh, analyzation and yeah, instead of a negative, just exactly, completely negative. Exactly. It let me grab onto all the positives that I could in this scenario. Like it let me take everything. Like you know what. My mom was sick for a long time. You know what I mean? My mom did struggle in life. My mom had a lot of hardships through life. And that's what really got me on the, the Kickstarter of like, I have to believe that there's something better after this. Mm -hmm. That way, that's why they, you know, that's why she's gone. That's why she's not here anymore. Because she didn't need to be in this shit anymore. Like, after this, you get to move on to the next thing. And that's where I believe my mom has moved on to the next best thing, and that it's better than what we have here if you live your life right. Or not even if you live your life right, but if you just believe in your good, decent person. And man, after that, like, that's what, like, they rolled, I didn't roll a blunt until a couple months later. But I got into my friend, my roommate, my friend that came in room with me, taught me how to roll joints. And that's how I played him first was rolling joints. Because that's all he smoked. He didn't. He was a white guy. Like, uh, <laughs> they don't really smoke blunts like that. Nah, yeah. <laughs> they don't smoke a spoof. Yeah. 
<laughs> so I'm like, I like joints. Yeah, that's what you really brought me back to the level of like, yeah, joints are back to the original. Because before, I taught myself you know, too. I fucking roll joints. So I got into blunts, and I, that's I was heavy on blunts. It was real tough, and that's when I was like fucking smoking joints. Like I'd smoke with my roommates. Uh, my roommate and then my friends that live next door and like or the next building over and that shit was like it was awesome. <laughs> yeah, awesome yeah, that's cool when you yeah. Everybody, yeah. Like, be like a, yo, cooking breakfast. You wanna come through for a wake and bake? Yeah. Oh yeah, we on our way. Man, I miss <laughs> smoking with you, bro. Hell yeah, bro. Like, I miss like waking up and like just texting you like. Hey, I'm gonna be chiefing when you wake up. Text me, and you were like, text me like right away. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, uh, I come through. We got some time. Like, hell yeah, bro. Like, come through. Yeah. And then, like, I remember getting off of work because I would get off of work before you. So I get off of work, chief, uh, and then, like, probably even like before your shift even fucking ended, I'd hit you up like, Yo, Tim, yeah. like, if you want to come through, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then you'd come through just fucking chief. Hell yeah, bro! I'm fucking or when we fucking chief in the room writing the story. Yeah, <laughs> chief playing Pokemon. Yeah, chief bro. doing the podcast. Hell yeah, that's what, that's what I can't wait to get back to. Like, life, life is gonna hit you hard sometimes, and this goes out to a lot of. Uh, a lot of our fellow smokers and people that are going through it too, you know what I mean? People that are going through that moment where that transitional period where you have to take a break from smoking. Yeah, because it's just a break. Yeah, I know it's just a break. For me, I know it's just a break. Like, I, I, like, I, I 100% like need to smoke mm-hmm. just for like my mental health. Man. Not because I'm chasing the high or I'm chasing the fucking dragon or I have to be high all the time. Like, no, that's not the case. Just so it's like, just for the come down. Like, for the relaxation, like, relaxation yeah, you, yeah, being, being like that's what you want to do. Like it's not even like like you said, it's not the high, it's not the chasing the high. Like I don't just. I'm not trying to get lightheaded or fucking. I'm not smoking to fucking pass out. Yeah, to, just yeah. To goofy. yeah. Like, like I smoke just to be chill and just yeah. relax and just like this is what I like. To More do approachable, and yeah. yeah like, and that's like it. I cannot hold conversations with random people. Like, yeah. it, it fucks with me that much. Like, even not even just random people. Like, I saw my friends, uh, same at the mall, her and her boyfriend, not at the mall, at uh, Target, her and her boyfriend, and they were like, oh, we saw you and your wife doing, uh, you know, y'all's YouTube. And it's like, I don't even feel like, like, I feel like such an introvert or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, you know, we do our thing. Yeah, and I'm automatically like trying to immediately like just right, dip. Well, yeah, yeah. Like, all right, well, all right, well, all right. <laughs> like, I'm just like you meet like any conversation with anybody that I see like that I'm just talking to. I'm always trying to just immediately end the conversation because I just don't feel comfortable. Like I don't feel like I don't feel like me because I feel like this isn't what I'm doing for my like I'm doing it for myself but I'm not I'm doing it to better myself and my family right now but right I also feel like I can do this while smoking <laughs> like if the oh world, yeah if the world just believed in people that way 
and the system believed in people that way and people can be more you know friendly to each other people can be more like happy with each other and stuff like that and that's like like I said with the people that are going through it too like I know it's just a, a phase not a phase but it's just um, through the times you know the world is gonna mm. present you with, with obstacles that you know you can stick to that road but where will you be versus yeah. doing something doing the hard part and just going through the hard part and just getting through it and coming out on the other side and being a better being better in a better position than what you are now. Yeah, definitely. Even with like, and the universe will tell you. Because even when I would smoke, like it got down to the point, I was the only one smoking. Like, when the last was like, man, I would tell them, man, all the time, I miss smoking with Jeremiah. Like, I miss smoking with him. Like, it just sucks smoking by yourself time and time again. Like, yeah, you know, when you're just doing your thing, you're just doing your thing, but sometimes you just miss you know, the companionship and just mm-hmm. miss that. Yeah, that, definitely. That fucking, yeah, straight up, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Because, like, I don't know. I really, I don't know. Like, smoking just makes everything better. <laughs> like, everything better. Like, food tastes better conversation is more intriguing uh time with people is more appreciated life is more appreciated uh everything is just more interesting uh you're more inviting more more intuitive because like there's that stigma of like hyper like it's either paranoia or hyper awareness and like for me it was like hyper awareness like i like i was already i was already an established smoker enough to the point where like I didn't I wasn't paranoid I just knew like I was super careful whether it be my surroundings the way I stepped over something the way I carried something uh, shit even like going grocery shopping was like more strategic like less walking I'm gonna like fucking make like I wanna plan shit out that way I could just get everything like strategically so I'm not here at the grocery store for longer than I have to be. Like, I don't know. It just like heightened my senses that way, and I liked it. and I miss it. Sucks. Sucks. Yeah, one day. One day, and one day, like I feel like the next one day back on that level, it's gonna be like one of those times where we're able to have those. Like here, it'll be that big old sack. Sack, yeah. That sack. Yeah, bro. Like I was telling Lauren, my wife, I was like, I wasn't even making that much, uh, that much money as I'm making now. Back, you know, where I was working, where I was working, and I would, you know, have my wheat there, or whatever. But I was like telling, talking to her, and I was like, man, can you imagine if marijuana was legal and decriminalized and descheduled as a, you know, narcotic or whatever, and was regulated to where people, you know, hold hold CDLs can smoke. Can you imagine the amount of weed I would have? Like, like with the money I make now, can you imagine how much weed I would have? Like, I would have like a pound. Bro. Easy, easy, like easy. a pound, pound of dro, pound of Reggie, like just on deck all the time. Man, one day. <laughs> yeah, one day. The dream. One hundred percent, the dream. Man. Like that's 
that's my life, like not life goal, but that's one of the biggest goals is just to be able to like function in life, society, make enough money that I'm able to live freely the way we are supposed to be living, you know what I mean? Hell yeah, bro. Hell yeah. <laughs> I guess we'll end it there, huh? Yeah, it's a good point. I gotta drain the main vein. Yeah, me too. Alright, guys. Well, thanks for hanging out with us and listening and shit. Oh, yeah, man. Really, stay smoked up. Yeah, stay hurt. We can't, but smoke one for us. We get to smoke two now. <laughs> but uh, keep your head up. Remember, you're a human being. Shit happens. Don't let it get you down. People are going through the same things you're going through, maybe even worse. Keep your head up. Believe in yourself and keep it moving, yo. Yep, share, subscribe. We love you guys. Peace.